Star Wars 7x7 episode 1499. Today, how Carrie Fisher could appear in episode 9. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we started to broach this topic during the audio version of the podcast in that last segment over there. And if you haven't checked out the audio version, if you're catching this on video, it's sw7x7.com slash iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, etc., etc. Anyway, so the whole thing about Carrie Fisher appearing in Episode 9... And Todd Fisher's interview with Entertainment Tonight Canada. Why don't we just let Todd tell you the situation here? So here is the clip from Todd's interview. Uh, Disney announced that Carrie will be in the next Star Wars. Uh, Not just in it, because there was a lot of talk about could you bring her in in CG or how do you bring her in, but actually bring her in with the original footage that was shot for the last film. And they've arranged it, the script and what was shot, to bring her into the story in a in a way as if they filmed it yesterday. Now that's the headline news version of the situation, but there's another part of the interview that's even more detailed because they ask him, "Hey, can you tell us anything about what's happening here?" And so this is what Todd Fisher, this is Carrie Fisher's brother, of course. This is what he has to say about the footage that's being used. So the, all of this footage obviously was shot around The Force Awakens. So if you look at all the scenes that were in The Force Awakens, you can kind of imagine some things that, you know, could be made available. All right. So this gives us a you know, very narrow list of possibilities, actually. You know, Carrie Fisher did not appear in a lot of The Force Awakens and not in a lot of locations either. When she walked out of that resistance transport on Takadana, She was wearing one particular costume, and that costume is what she's wearing for the majority of the movie. It changes at the end of the movie, of course, when she wishes Rey farewell and says, may the force be with you. But we see her coming off the transport on Takadana and see her there amidst the ruins of Maz Kanata's castle and the battle that they had with the First Order. And then most of the time in the movie, we see her inside the Rebel Command Center. The Rebel Command Center, listen to me. The Resistance Command Center, my goodness. So in the Resistance Command Center, walking around in there. And then there is a brief scene where she's outside the Resistance Command Center on Dakar when she's saying farewell to Han and Chewie and Finn, sending them off on their mission to Starkiller Base. But that's it. So we've got four basic general situations where she's appeared in The Force Awakens. On Takadana coming off that transport inside the Resistance base. Outside the Resistance base in her, you know, full, like, general Resistance gear. And then outside the Resistance base in a more uh, traditional formal gown situation, which is, you know... Kind of, I guess, traditional in a way for Leia to be in some sort of interesting gown at the end of a movie. At least it was in Star Wars and Empire. In Jedi, obviously, she was still in her (laughs) commando fatigues. But anyway, that's what we're looking at for Leia as far as footage they can take and use. Now, that being said, 
All we know is that they're going to use something from The Force Awakens, but they haven't said anything about whether they're going to use footage from any other movies. And Todd Fisher in his interview keeps referring to the last film, the last film. And sometimes it seems like he's talking about The Force Awakens, but sometimes he's talking about The Last Jedi and saying that some of her best acting was in there. So, you know, it occurs to me that with... Um, force ghost situations in particular, if Carrie is going to revert, if Leia is going to revert to a younger version of herself and appear as a force ghost, then they could take an image of her from any of the original trilogy movies and roll with one of those. And of course, that's never something that they would tell us at this point in the production. I mean, that would just give us too much of a hint about things because I'm I'm spitballing here about the whole Force Ghost situation, but they're going to have to acknowledge her passing somehow. And, you know, the working theory here at Star Wars 7x7 is that the movie is going to take place five or ten years after the events of The Last Jedi and Carrie Fisher will have passed on in the interim. And so if they're going to show her, it's going to be from footage that's probably, now that we have more of this information, more like memories and flashbacks than anything else. Because the other thing that isn't really being talked about yet is the whole ADR situation. And that's where the actors go back into the studio and loop their dialogue. They actually re-record their dialogue to make sure that it's utterly and completely clear. And they do that synced up with you know, a running movie. And so they obviously don't have the opportunity to do ADR with Carrie Fisher for episode nine. So any of the footage that they have, you know, I guess it depends on whether they actually recorded dialogue that they can also use. But I mean, that would be rather amazing if they had dialogue that was on the cutting room floor that was suitable for episode nine. I mean, I suppose if J.J. Abrams set his mind to it, he could write around it. But you know, I find it to be a rather challenging prospect. I mean, even Ryan Johnson, when he was talking about doing his editing and post-production for The Last Jedi, how dicey it was making sure that Leia's dialogue was okay because they didn't have Carrie Fisher to come back in and do the re-recording of the looping of the ADR, however you want to refer to it. So, they had to, you know, put in a little extra work to make sure that her dialogue was clear and acceptable for the movie. And you know, I suppose they could probably pull that off for The Force Awakens too, but it seems more likely to me that it's only going to be unused footage from The Force Awakens and footage meaning just the shots themselves, just the video themselves itself and not necessarily audio to go along with it. And that's mostly going to do it for our conversation about how Carrie Fisher is going to appear in episode nine. And there's one last thing I want to throw out for your consideration, which I'll do after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you, too. Again, that's P-A-T com slash SW7X7. I thank you, and Star Wars 7x7 thanks you, too. Welcome back. 
So here's the thing that I can't decide, and I really want your opinion on this, and that is if Carrie Fisher had a choice herself of how she would appear as a Force ghost in Episode 9, assuming that she might appear as a Force ghost in Episode 9, what would she want to be depicted as? Now, you know, we have the example of Sebastian Shaw appearing as a Force ghost of Anakin Skywalker in the original Return of the Jedi, but when George Lucas went back and did the special editions, he put in Hayden Christensen, and so that suggests that Force ghosts have the ability to decide at what age they want to be depicted. Now, one thing I don't think we know for sure is whether they can move around in ages. In other words, if Anakin wanted to appear as his older self, could he do so again or not? I don't know. But that being said, if Carrie Fisher were to be depicted as a Force ghost, how would she want to be depicted? And so there are a limited number of looks that she had throughout the Star Wars movies. And so it's basically a question of would she want to be depicted in an original trilogy look or would she want to be depicted in a sequel movie look? And so that's the poll that I'm going to put out on our Twitter channel at SW7X7Podcast. And so I'm going to post pictures of all of Carrie Fisher's different costume looks from the five movies in which she appeared. We're not counting Rogue One because, you know, it's basically the same as what she appeared as in the original Star Wars, so it doesn't really count. But please do weigh in and let me know what you think about that. Again, I want to know what you think Carrie Fisher would want to appear as, not necessarily what you would want her to appear as. So that being said, that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.